Hello Headcrabs, welcome back to The Sack, a.k.a. Goloslayer! I'm joined, well we are joined, mm-hmm. Ross. I'm back again. Ross is back. Right here, by the way. Oh, hi Ross, you're right <laughs> yeah. here. Oh yeah, I hear you <laughs> And we also have a very special guest again, returning for the second time to the lair. Where is he? There he is. It's Christian. It's me, hello. How are you doing, Thanks mate? for having us back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, you can't, we were contractually obliged to have you back, so we had no choice. Yeah, really. since you never even got to mention any of the reasons, you know, the reasons, the thing. Any of the reasons? I don't know. What are the reasons? I'm hungover, by the way. I've seen that show. Reasons to be cheerful. What are you, nice. Dr. Krenz's first album. What are your top three reasons? Um, Double anal. <laughs> Do, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not going into that. It's a good band, though. Check them out. Okay, what are they called? What are they called? Double I, I think it's DVDA. Is that it? Yeah, which right. I, I think it is. So we're back for episode 20. Is this episode 20? Landmark episode. Is it? Halloween episode was episode 19, wasn't it? I love how Ross is always so surprised at the number that... I know. Well, I don't keep track. And his no. numbering system's really odd. Because oh, it is like, like 20 in a day and then it's like, I've only done... There's only one episode of Gone Rock's Lair. Is there a problem with... Uh... No, everything you do is because I don't have to do anything. No, what is all over the place like, isn't it, really? It's episode 14.1C. <laughs> uh, we are, we've got lots planned for the day, haven't we? We are, we've got lots planned. Yeah, but me and Christian are quite rough. Are I'm you? speaking for Christian here, but you're not feeling the best, are you? Definitely not. You look wonderful. Thanks. <clears throat> is there any particular reason? That's what uh, makeup can do. <laughs> You have a late night, lads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep on the sofa after about three beers, so, you know. I wish mm, I hadn't done that. We're the only two having a wild night. <laughs> we bumped into each other accidentally last night. Uh-huh. We were yeah. trying to avoid each other, like. Well, I've seen Christian walk well, into the pub that I was do. in, and I've seen him mouth, oh, fucking hell, and then walk into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's, it's Christian. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what pub is it? Head of Steam. Head of Steam. Is that the one next to Central Station? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw another one somewhere. All over. Uh, is, uh, uh, you know what used to be the um, on the quayside that used to be. Um, That's right. Ah, yeah, yeah. Next to the live theatre. What did it used to be? I. Like the eye on the time or something. Ah, that's, that's right. That's a head of ah, steam. That's, that's exactly the one I saw. But the Clooney's a head of steam pub. So mm-hmm. is Tilly's. So is the Central ah, Bar. That's right. It's um. It's pretty, an overpriced. Pretty <laughs> ubiquitous. Ah, it's very overpriced. Do you know how people go on about like um, Witherspoon's being everywhere? Aye. The thing with Witherspoon's <clears throat> is it's really cheap. So like I don't have a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, they don't play music though, do they? It's weird. Some of them do, aye. 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 The one in town does. I stand and, um, corrected, said the man in the... Uh... Oh, <sighs> Trench coat. <laughs> really running low on material. We've got lots to talk about. You've, you've got to prop, we've got to prop us up today, man. I know. I'm gonna fucking... Come on, let's do it. You're like the super sub. I know. To get that. Uh, might might have a Mars bar after super all. Super sub. Yeah, let's Remember not... that advert? Yeah, you're, you're, the, you're the kid on that advert. What the fuck, super sub? Have you never seen that advert? Possibly. Comes on and score the penalty. Is it a new advert? Or is it, no, is no. it time and a place for things? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Listen, that's not the listeners, case. if you want it, does he? 
No, the like parents that are watching when he comes on to score the penalty, that's what they say. Oh yeah, because, do you know, I right this, I forgot about that. So we're gonna have to explain it now. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I think it was like a, um, like an awareness or it's like an a, infomercial, an infomercial for um handicapped children. Right. So there's a football game going on, school thing, and they get a penalty, and the the teacher like subs. A handicapped kid on to take the penalty. He's got and Down syndrome. He's, oh, yeah, I he's think done. I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. And the parents are like kicking off, being like, "Oh, like you know, yeah. basically they didn't want him to take it. It's a time and a place to let him have a gang." Uh-huh. He comes on, he toe punts it in, and runs off, going, "Hey!" And I think I have there's a song it's going, it's "Super <laughs> Soap." It's not that. It's like only a couple of years old, is it? Or I think I've seen that like. You know what I keep thinking And this is shocking I just think like Can you imagine the shit The goalkeeper's gonna get <laughs> like, In the locker room I Which is a horrible world It is a horrible fucking world But do we need an advert Like that Did clearly, it change anything? Clearly we do Did it change anything I know we're in a PC world now Where people right now Will be listening To you Christian And going That man's a horrible man I am They would be right I well, am horrible right. This will be after this episode. We're gonna. I'm gonna hold a vote. Should we have Christian back again in the future for any particular reason? And we'll see what they say. Um, I think it'll be a fifty-fifty split. Come and do, do it based on hate mail. Mm-hmm. So if you get if you get more than fifty, mm-hmm. then I, I won't come back on. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> delicious. Could they have to be fifty individual ones, or could it be? Uh, 50 from the, the same, same one person. I think it would have to be 50 from the same person because we don't have many people listening yeah. to this. That's true. Or interacting. Oh, I said too high. Like oh. five. Although, well, actually, if still, from all of our fans, if each one of our legitimate fans sent enough to make it up to 50, then that would be like 25 each, wouldn't it? So, we're going to talk about lots today. We're going to talk about the Double Dragon film that Ross, Ross bought me as a present. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. We're going to talk about Game and Grill. Yeah. And we are going to talk mm-hmm. a, bit, a little bit about Battlefield One Lake. Mm-hmm. And. What's that? Ooh, Is that a game? That's a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should mention Red Dead Redemption 2, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, and the Nintendo Mini. I'd like to have a brief discussion on like, You may. Which would just be literally, I want one. <laughs> Is it not an old game? Quite an old game, that Red Dead Redemption. The first one, but the second one has been announced. So everyone's got. Oh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Like, yes. not How as not as well. Red Dead oh, Redemption no, no. as well. No, yes, okay. that would be a shit name get for you. a game. Well done for clearing that up. Ross, that would be a shit name for a game. Um, <laughs> so, and then the second part—that's the first part. The second part is going to be all about uh, War Christine League. We're going to talk about his game in history, mm-hmm. his game in Persona, his Desert Island games. Aye. And uh, he's going to finish off the limerick. I want Christian to tell us what's good about cassette tapes and why this would be back. <laughs> okay, we'll do that in part two. <laughs> <laughs> and why noise is dead. Remember that? Noise is dead. <laughs> no, no You may dead. have to remind us. So let's get stuck in. Let's get knee deep. You ready? Mm. Ready to go knee deep? Yeah. Let's go knee deep. So Ross, we watched uh, Double Dragon, didn't we? Yeah. I, DVD. Well, I watched all of it, but I think you fell asleep. Well, I'd, I'd had a really, really long, hard day at work. Oh. And you 
bugging us all the time keep going come on we've got to watch this film we've got to watch this film <laughs> calling us at like 8 o'clock at night going do you want to pop and watch this film um, just like pestering us all the time he's like you're going to have to if you come up and watch this film you're going to have to bring some food and stuff because I'm not feeding you <laughs> sounds like mayonnaise doesn't it mm-hmm. uh, what actually happened <laughs> <laughs> I popped over after work and we watched it I was really tired and Ross uh it was quite romantic actually turned the lights off so it was just the TV and the light from the TV I think I put some candles on you, did, you, did, put, you did put candles on it's so that you can't see him playing with himself <laughs> but you can hear it well yeah yeah in the oh. well it was uh, what's her name wasn't it oh yeah uh, it was. we'll get to that we'll get to that, um, that. <laughs> so as soon as you do anything like that with me I just like just it's guaranteed that I'm going to fall asleep I can't remember the last film I didn't nearly fall asleep uh, during really Oh, it was actually when I went to pictures during the week. What I went to see Doctor say? Strange. And what's your view about it? It was really good, actually, yeah. Quite psychedelic. Oh. Some, some incredible um, cinematography. <laughs> this is one of the things that's hard to say to people, but I'm out on the Marvel things. I'm sick of them. Is Doctor Strange a Marvel, right? Yes. It is, yes. Aye. I'm, I've never really been into it. That's fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. I um, don't rush to the cinema to see them so much, but Kelly really wanted to see it, so... Went along, and it was Aries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Aries. It's getting mixed reviews. Yeah, if you take it for what it is, don't things like that, that always sense. get mixed reviews? Though, like every, like there's always someone who's like, "Oh, it's the best ever," mm-hmm. and like other people are like, "Well, it doesn't follow the same storyline that this comic book." You know, well, as or as that, yeah. But so I don't know how a film like that can ever get anything but mixed reviews because of that. Mm-hmm. set up I may be wrong but I think um, Iron Man got like everyone thought Iron Man was good right I might be wrong um, maybe I'll watch that one then. yeah I think Iron, the first Iron Man's okay it's great yeah it's one of the first of the, <clears throat> the Marvel phase isn't it the first Marvel phase do you not think they just they all follow the same thing absolutely like, yeah the same uh, there's a formula for uh, superhero origin movies now Ant-Man followed exactly the same mm-hmm. formula but yeah the, the first one it introduced the character into the universe it's always the same sort of formula definitely it was good it was it was good to watch if you just kind of switch off and just was enjoy it, it as good as Double Dragon though <laughs> well I'm glad you said I'm glad you said that so nicely pulled back yeah. from the tangent <laughs> <laughs> nice Thanks. it was perfect it would have been better if we hadn't commented on how good it was. Mm. But, well, we didn't. but you can't have everything, can you? <laughs> so it's Double Dragon, the movie. It was filmed in 94. 94. Mm. Stars uh, Bobby Paddy. Oh, I like guy. Bobby Paddy? Bobby Paddy. Yeah. You know, from Terminator 2. Oh, Robert <laughs> Patrick, then, okay. It's like that. Is that your little. <laughs> little it's very, very cute. Uh, it had Scott Wolf, mm-hmm. who I found out later was in. Party of Five, maybe? What's that? It was a ship programme. He was in something like that, yeah. Like, like Beverly Hills 90210 Cop or whatever. Did he called. have any karate skills, though? <laughs> he was shit. No, he didn't. Uh, the other kid did. I'd, yeah, he I'd, did. I read about that. His name escapes me. I apologise to the other guy. But he was the one that was there for the... The one that He did, was the muscle, wasn't he? The one that done years of training. We uh, can't remember his name. Scott Wolf just did the backwards, <gasps> backwards punch about four or five times. <gasps> like that. How were the uh, brothers... Um, is that the same parents? Well, when yeah, it, when a good it, comeback. But one of them when a man, Asian gentleman, when a man and a woman, when a man and a woman love each other very much. <laughs> what my point is is why is one purely Caucasian and the other guy is Asian? 
I don't know, mate. Like same father, different. Why he's been going around? So same, same seen. mother. Sorry. Yeah, same mother. Well, the mother was in it. It's, it came woman. from the same vagina, but the uh, the the word twins were the Billy and Jimmy. Obviously, it's based off the uh, uh, the game. game. Do you remember the game, Christian Double Dragon? I do. It's good, wasn't it? Um. <laughs> so the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so. The... <laughs> It had a, a list. We'll just we'll just <laughs> put in yes, <laughs> yes, um, yes. Alyssa Milano, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought she was she was prancing around in this top, you know, like a kind of sports top, and you kept sports brazier. And you, I kept thinking, then boobs will be a disappointment. But Tom, of his own bat, Google what her boobs look like, and they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that which she's got a. Um, You've really done your research on this. Wow. <laughs> She's got a great frame. But she was an incredibly talented actress as well. Um, so I don't want to, you know, mm. be Come across that as guy. A sexist one. She was in uh, Charmed, wasn't it? Was she in Charmed? Yeah. Is that what we discovered? Remember that Charmed? No. Was that another TV show? It was a sequel to Double Dragon. Oh, okay. No, it was then. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, all right. <laughs> he, lo- he knows that little about it all. It's like, I yeah. remember this Double Dragon 2. Yeah. No, that was the third one. Ah, oh, they messed up the, the, the chron- chronology. Yeah, it was like the Mario Chronologies. Yeah. Actually, interesting enough. It was I, a prequel. Ages ago, I got Neo Geo games for the uh, PC, <laughs> like an emulator. And all Neo, mostly all Neo Geo games are one on one fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. So there's too many. There's loads of them. Like there's that famous. Is it SNK? They made like a fighting um, franchise, which is kind of like Street Fighter. And right. They're all like that, really. Anyway, they made a street um, a double dragon for that, but it's it's a one on one fighting game mm-hmm. for the Neo Geo. Right. And according to Wikipedia, they said that they'd used characters from the film. So you know, is it Bolo? In the in the uh, film, yeah, he's got a stupid name. So he's in the game, the original game, but his likeness, they kind of tried to use it in, in the Neo Geo version. Christ. And Robert Patrick's body. Yeah. He was in the game. It's um, Bo 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 apparently the oh. big musty guy, and Robert Patrick's character was called Koga Shuko. Right. Are you the legal guardian of the amulet? <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? It was well partly from T two. You said How's John Connor. Ah, your nice. parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, your step parents are dead. Faster. Hey, how's Wolfie? What's the dog Wolfie, called? Wolfie's Wolfie. just fine. <laughs> it's called Max or something. It was about three three watches that I got. How like smart that bit was? Not smart, but you know how. <laughs> smart. how I was like, well, what just happened? How did you know they were dead? How do you know they were dead? Like. Wrong dog's stupid. name. Wrong dog's name. Oh, that's what we're better that. <laughs> I was in the school ground the next day. Tom, man, it was because the dog's brother. name. Hold Not on really a second. Not Wolfie. What is you the dog's name? You would be too young to watch that film, Tom. Psh, yeah, man, I went to see Starship Troopers at the cinema when I was 12, man. Wow. Come, Come on. Come on. on. Yes. Had nightmares for weeks. So, Ross, the story... What about boobs? Because you didn't find them. Um, oh, yeah. What was her name? <laughs> uh, D- Danny, Danny, uh, D- Diane. Uh, D- what was her name, man? From Starship Troopers, Denise, 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 Denise,
I just remember the scene where everyone was naked in the shower, and apparently when they filmed that, the director got naked as well, just to make everyone feel comfortable. And then you got a massive hard on. I can't imagine. Really the stories I've heard about that dude. Yeah, he did. He did it. He did, did it. He? Yeah, he did. What a guy, man! He's fucking. Is awesome. it Verhoeven? Yeah. Actually, hey, this is another little cheeky segue. They're making a fucking uh, reboot of that, you know. Starship oh. I know. Devastated. Devastated. Is Clancy involved? Who's Clancy? Clancy. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Who's Clancy Brown? Who isn't he? Yeah. Um, what's he? What? Who's he in Starship Troopers? He was in Starship Troopers. I think he was a sergeant guy. Like he's oh. the big Hulking guy. He was in yeah, Highlander. Is it Kurgan know, in Highlander? Ah, we know him from this brilliant underrated series called Carnival. Carnival, excellent, yeah, absolutely amazing. Like got, it got cancelled in there, but it still had a kind of ending. Like the, uh, I think they managed to like it was similar to like the Twin Peaks thing where it was like the the network cancelled. It was so expensive to make them. I think yeah. And after the second series, they were like not making any more. But they managed to just kind of put a lid on it so that it was it kind of had a bit of a conclusion. The um, Sergeant Zim or something like that in Starship Troopers, I think he was. Yeah. In, it, the, in the book. He's in the book as well. He is. He's, uh, it, when I listened to the book. the brain bug. I, mm-hmm. When I listened to the book just recently, his he was the... You know how you put... You paint a picture sort of thing. Definitely. Oh, I thought you meant he was reading... No, that would be excellent. <laughs> no, he's, he's, the, he's, he's the voice of um, Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob. I. Is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Class. Actually, he, he turns up in uh, Agents of Shield. You know that Marvel series. Mm-hmm. He rocks up in that a few times. How is it? He must be a fair age him now. Ah, yeah, he's he's like... ah, he plays um, someone in the military, but uh, he must be middle late fifties. I would have thought he was absolutely brilliant in that series. He played like a preacher, didn't he? Oh, in Carnival, yeah. And I remember these speeches, well, these, like, sermons you would give, and they were fucking... He's really good after him, man. From the safety of... The story of Double Dragon Rust, does it follow the game at all? <laughs> no, because all the game is the, on the streets, mm-hmm. and it's not... This film, right, is set in... When was it? 2007? It's, it's set in New Angeles, 2007, after the big quake. New Angeles. Yeah. There's been a massive earthquake. They still have aftershocks, don't they, for a while. Aye. Keep having aftershocks. And go, ah. So what happens in the game? You... Well, it's just a cut sequence where there's two years standing in the street and there's this girl, we years, who's the, the girlfriend of one years, and these baddies come across and punch her in the gut, I think, and then put her over the shoulder and piss off, and then you just basically have to fight to get her back. But in the film, uh, there's a the MacGuffin of the film is the amulet, or the medallion, sorry, the mm. double dragon medallion, which is split in half. At the start of the film is like a, a scene that says somewhere in China, and uh, it's this army trying to find this amulet. But the idea is that the bad guy, uh, Robert Patrick, who looks like a mix between Rufus mm-hmm. from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Johnny Depp, from yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean he's got it's bleached weird. like blonde hair and like a dark goaty beard he looks weird ah. George Carlin George Carlin is that the guy that was Rufus wasn't it ah there you go um, so that's what he looks like but he wants to get the amulet because he wants the power it's split into two which is double dragon one half is uh, power of the mind or something one half is power of the body mm-hmm. so if you get them both then you're just proper solid yoga master uh, 
So when he gets it, he can he has this power that he can go inside people. <laughs> Tom had a lot of delight kept saying that. Yeah. Because I'm coming inside your boy. <laughs> you find out that he, he he does this thing which you refer to as a tell. Like he ah. keeps cracking his knuckles, yeah, right? Yeah. And when he goes inside the people, you kind of but the first time it happens he cracks a knuckle and you go, oh, he goes inside uh, Billy and Jimmy's mom. And That's then he, a wonderful and he, plot device there. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. So he goes inside. Make an order of that for the new um, Starship Troopers. A good film that's coming out soon. That car. She goes inside her uh, Jimmy Billy and Jimmy's mom. Alright. And then and then, is, and then and then she takes over him. Who he is takes a woman over who is that. far too young to be their mom, but all they've uh, done is grey her hair. Yeah. Like they put like a, a streak of grey, like toast from fucking. What do they call what do they call that? A, a manum stripe or something like that. It's like a stripe of white oh, hair, something yeah. like that. Um, what's her name from the Munsters or from Adam's family? Adam's family thank you. Who would you rather have had sex with? I would have rather had the one. in this room. <laughs> no, the Munsters. Or oh, the... sorry. Uh, what was the, the Frankenstein one? I was <laughs> I was referring to women. Two women, women but he'd take control, wouldn't he? All the women, uh, even better. I can't remember what they look like. Well, you know in the monst- the monsters. Which one was Alyssa Milano? Who's M- Alyssa Milano? That. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> was that too abstract? Yeah. No, Alyssa Milano was in Double Dragon. All right. So my joke was that oh. which one was she in Adam's Family, which obviously wasn't in all the monsters. Mm. So it obviously wasn't, wasn't in really that. Wasn't a joke, was it? The definition of a joke. <laughs> The definition of a joke is a question that makes you laugh, um, oh, so no. I failed miserably. It made us question me sanity. That, that's not the definition of a joke, a joke. at all. I don't, know what I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what, what? The definition of a joke is a question that makes you laugh. Makes what you question hell? your sanity. What's that even mean? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I'm trying to tell, on the, in the monsters, right, there's the mom, right, but there's also the daughter. And the joke is in the monsters is, right, they're all weird except her. The daughter? Yeah, the daughter's like just this normal kind of 50s chick, right? And oh, the joke yes. is that in the family, and her included, she thinks she's hideous and freakish right. because everyone else in the family is quite weird. But like, so I'd probably rather, I'd probably want to have sex with her. The daughter? Yeah. But yeah. she's like clearly of age. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking to Jimmy Savile here. So. Now the son on the other hand. So... <laughs> So Robert Patrick wants to get hold of this medallion that'd be all powerful and stuff and he turns it, it's this weird effect which Ross said was the best effect he'd seen for a, a long time. No, I and, said... And I said... I, 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 <laughs> it basically, it, it, he went 2D like a piece of like black paper and then sort of sunk into the ground. A bit mm. like, you know, the ghosts from um, Ghost with uh, starring Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze who was a genuine ghost now. Oh. Uh, he goes to this sort of black shadow oh. that kind of goes and scoots around, scoots around on the ground. But I said that I wonder if, and then he sort of like, he kind of melts into the ground and he can melt back up into his normal shape. And I said, I wonder if they cast Robert Patrick in that role because he's got experience doing that and melting into the ground and stuff. So but like, he would be a perfect choice. The Terminator movie was made after that? Or is that what you meant? Because he's done the drama. When was the Terminator movie? I'm sure it's like I 97 it was, or something. Ah, right, okay. Well, maybe, okay. It was like 92, I think. Was it? Oh, well, this was in 94 then. So, okay. Yeah, so, so, my... Um, I, I was yeah, 14 yeah, read, yeah, when it came out. Were you? Because I struggled to see it at the cinema, but I still managed to get in because I'm a rebel. 
<laughs> How old are you? I'm 18, sir. <laughs> <laughs> my so, yeah, God, man. So, so yeah the whole film is about a battle for this medallion Robert Patrick kills Billy and Jimmy's mom in from, a fire from the inside from the he inside doesn't out. kill her does he yeah he burns her in the theatre did you see he watch this film <laughs> and I was the one that fell asleep yeah yeah he burns her alive oh, we're still talking about this the explosion remember you went oh that looked real that that looked like a real oh, you were like actually, hell it's really good that did you read about later on the, there's a fight right where the, the go to this right I've, I have to explain quite a lot in telling this anecdote <laughs> so please bear with us so there's a plot device in the film which I actually thought was quite interesting. There's a curfew, right? Oh, yeah. Which at night means the gangs just take over the streets. Oh. But they have a kind of like, they're allowed to do that. The police allow them to do that sort of thing. And I these, think it's quite a good idea. All these gangs are like supposed to be like the warriors. Yeah. Like they've all got different identities. But and different they're right? absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like one of them, right? One of them is a fucking um, postman, like a mailman. He's dressed that, up like that's a one of the, the gangs. That's your gang. Yeah, that's my gang. <laughs> no, let's not go into that. I don't want people stalling it. So, that's, so what happens is they're on the run, them two, the, the lead characters, right? And they get started on with all these gangs. And the gangs are hilarious because one of them's like a mailman. There's another one that looks like Michael Jackson, circa 19, like his bad album. Mm-hmm. There's like loads of them and they're all ridiculous. <laughs> like, if you think Warriors is stupid, and it's it's a brilliant film, but if you think the premise of them kind of gang, I like the tight vest ones with it and the roller skate. The roller skate the, ones is the ones that stick in mind. Can I just like, say on that, just quickly? Uh, I went to a, a birthday party uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I went. It was the theme was eighties and seventies, and I dressed up. Me and Kelly dressed up as Shaggy and Daphne in my little Scooby Doo toy. Yeah. And my father-in-law, I didn't know what he was going as, but he was dressed as one of the the Furies, yeah, the baseball from, Furies, yeah, baseball which is Furies. my favorite gang. Because uh, when I saw them, I thought, even though they're soft as shit, <laughs> yeah, they're a low level gang. They get taken out in a run. When they get the baseball bat and they hold it, and when they're running, mm-hmm. it just looks so cool. But I was really impressed that you got dressed up as one of them because I had no idea I even liked the film. It was a good, but it was brilliant. So I'll post some pictures on Twitter. So that happens in this scene, right? And they get stuck in this like shed or something, right? And they turn around and there's like a motorboat just lying there, right? Yeah. So they get on the motorboat and they, they escape. Then, no, yeah. these two <laughs> people on... Class. What were they on? Like, jet mo- skis. Jet skis. They start chasing after them. And Tom said, are they a gang that is specifically on jet skis? <laughs> and we win on that point. It's our moment, guys! <laughs> but I like they have black, black um, motorcycle helmets and completely skin-tight black like wetsuits on so that's, like their, a, that's their sort of emblem it's a boiling day and they've just been um, waiting tapping the watch is like oh I hope they go in that um, barn and find the the, yeah. the power bolt we've left there so we can chase after them it's anyway they start like and then there was that explosion when that, that's the, the bit I'm trying so to get out so they fire this <laughs> rocket right and they go through this whole rigmarole of the actual like the computer runs down this diagnostics because the the cars and, and boats and stuff have these weird, like, computer things on them that tell you stuff about the people who are driving them oh, and yeah. that, which is bizarre. And <laughs> gangs around and stuff. So he, fi- he fires this rocket, and it misses. So they've spent ages seeing tracking and stuff like that. And it flies up, and it hits this, like, load of, like, 
toxic waste or something that's um. just been lying there and it blows up right and the explosion is a real explosion you can see it wasn't superimposed right mm. it wasn't and it stock looks footage fucking ma- like it looks like a massive explosion on a imdb they said that they went around canvassing the people who live around that area saying that there was going to be an explosion and then when it happened they got a ridiculous amount of phone calls like 270 people complaining or like what the fuck's going on like phone the police uh-huh. and i'm not surprised because it looked like a fuck but it, it has no re- like rhyme or reason it no. doesn't like it doesn't even slow them down they just like they, go oh well go near it. <laughs> like you can't even see they, them in the foreground and the explosion in the background at no point is there any relation between them and the actual explosion so it's mm-hmm. like it might have been from a, it might as well have been from a different scene or a different film it's like it was sitting around like test footage and the guns well there's not enough explosions or action <laughs> oh well we'll just like blow <laughs> something up <laughs> randomly something. <laughs> or kick someone in the face for the fuck of it <laughs> It's baffling, uh, really is. What about that little guy who was jacking up the uh, the arena where they were fighting at the start as well? Remember there was aftershocks and there was like, this was a theme all the way through the film, there was these massive jacks and you, there was a big, one of the big industries now was supplying jacks to people so that they could prop up the houses instead of just building a new house. For some reason in 2007 <laughs> there's been a big earthquake. There's no contractors anymore so no one can build houses. You just have to prop it back up again. Um, so this guy there's an aftershock and this little guy kind of jumps up and he's kind of like jacking it up like that but just the way he's doing it just looks so fucking stupid that was kind of funny but that's the same fight where you introduced a Billy and Jimmy and mm-hmm. it's like a competition you straight away see that uh, I don't know which one's which which one's Scott Wolf Billy or Jimmy I can't remember yeah, he's, yeah, he's like the hothead who can't control his temper and the other guy's like the actual martial artist who like wins all the fights around. yeah who basically spent years of training and, and at the end of the fight uh, they lose and um, Scott Wolf shouts eat the fist butt heads <laughs> Billy Jack <Yeah>. bitch <laughs> he's the king of the comebacks <laughs> and then George Hamilton appears on the telly mm-hmm. just just pops up on the telly and, and like it's it's a bit like the um, the bits from this is giving it a big compliment but the bits from Starship Troopers again oh, where, oh, would, God, would you yeah. like to know more a Robocop, yeah, it's mm-hmm. TV. Uh, it's horribly done, like really, really badly done. <laughs> but George, Channel, Channel 69 it was on as well. Mm. What's that guy called? George again? Hamilton. He He's like, as much as he's like a cheesy actor, he's like quite, res- like he's got a bit of pedigree about him. <clears throat> and I was surprised to see him in that film because I was like, it's pretty like low level shit, you know, like the film, isn't it? Oh, it's In fact, another beer. <laughs> I, I seen a reading for it and it was in, like quite a lot of top tens of like the worst um, video game adaptations but to be fair can we even name any good ones because mm-hmm. well that's going to be a podcast isn't it um, that we're talking about an idea uh-huh. games that have been made into movies that should never have been made <laughs> that would be a big list ah yeah that will be at the top uh, one thing talking about the gangs uh, one thing that they said at one point was there's a gang that's just clowns and it's not like they've got painted faces, they've, they've got proper clown outfits, and they've got these gloves that are totally impractical, like massive big fingers on them and stuff. And Scott Wolf goes, Clowns, they're gnarly! Like that, which was pretty. pretty There's cool. one dressed up as Marcel Marcel's. Like, that's a guy. Marcel Marceau. Like the, yeah. the mime. Yeah. Aye. Like mime that he's stuck in a box. 
all, all the gangs were on the same on each other's turf as well. There was no definition between the turf. They were all just chilling on each other's ground. And the gangs only consisted of like two or three people. It was almost like I jokingly said to Tom that there was like it was drama school, right? And there's a big box of like <clears throat> props, oh, and they go the props over there. Go crazy with your <laughs> ideas for gangs, and they're like, well, my idea for a gang was I thought I'd come as a like Marcel Marcel. Like no one once said. That's like logistically stupid. Yeah, Don't stupid fucking idea. do it. The car as well. It was. Uh, oh, <laughs> you said it was the Ecto One. Hearst, wasn't it? it? Was it was basically that car from Ghostbusters, but it had this massive like it had been souped up and had this huge weird engine on the top which kicked out loads of flames. Mm-hmm. And they had to use like stuff that was just lying around it to power it, and it was like this kind of little furnace in the middle of the car, and they would just put stuff in. It would burn and. Like they like, put like newspaper in to make it like turbo boost. I don't think that's like they've got that kind of technology, but they can't like I don't know drain the fucking water. That's uh, like or rebuild these houses instead of using fucking jacks. Mm-hmm. But the um, he puts this uh, can of cheese in the in the thingy and it makes them go like really 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 fast <laughs> for some reason. Like the cheese in a can's the, the ultimate. It's like, like nitrous oxide. Mm-hmm. What about the impossible lift in the body's lair? Remember that? Oh. They couldn't be asked to film a real lift for some reason, so they just put this like <laughs> this weird like four pillars, and then yeah. they just stood in it. And then, surprisingly enough, it didn't show the lift moving, and then shot to another another scene of them getting out of a lift. So it was just fucking stupid. One thing that I found a bit dis- like disappointing from a personal point of view was I was hoping it was trying to be more serious because I hate things when they try and be. Oh. Like a comedy, I'd rather something try to be serious and then was funny. Unintentionally, that is the best type of laugh you're going to get from uh. this type of shit. So what it was was it was a poor film on every regard, and the comedy wasn't funny, really. No, it was they're, not yeah, they're much funnier than spoofs, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I. That was it. Was really bad. That's why sometimes I think going back to eight, like eighties action movies is is like a gem. Mm-hmm. Like to go back to some of them, like the ninja movies and stuff from them oh. decades. They're just belly achingly funny there was another pretty bad uh, line when they were in one of the fight scenes and Robert Patrick had these two they looked like they were supposed to be twins um, sort of henchmen mm-hmm. who were at the end of the film as well I'll, I'll say what they had on these bits of cardboard they had which is quite funny but they, um, they were having oh, a fight and Johnny's in, in the basement mixing up the medicine and I'm on a pavement thinking about the government the man in a trench coat badge out laid off says he's got a bad cough wants to get it paid off look out kid it's something you did God knows when but you're doing it again you better do yeah, like, like that like that yeah, exactly. they did I have you seen this film <laughs> I've wrote it <laughs> you won't tell us that <laughs> Scott Wolf traps one of the henchmen's hair in a suitcase, mm-hmm. and uh, and he goes, "What a head case!" And he sort of like traps him, so he can't for some reason can't get up. And then about 15 minutes later, he's this guy's in the scene, and he's still got his hair trapped in the he's carrying the suitcase on his shoulder because obviously he can't get his hair out. It's it's in the future, but he, he can't work out how to get his hair out of the suitcase. One so of the, the henchmen is uh, the guy from he's in so much, right? Oh. And I think he's in. Um, Die Hard. He's like that, like Asian type dude that looks kind of. He like looks nails. He's got like a kind of like, like a kind of goatee beard sort yeah, of. Yeah, like a long. You'll know. You'll have seen him before. It's like, like Ming the Merciless goon. kind of thing. I had goon. And at the, at the very <laughs> I end, had when like obviously the the whole film 
culminates in a big fight between Robert Patrick and the two Billy and Jimmy and mm-hmm. Billy and Jimmy get the amulet off them and it turns them into so they look a bit more like they are in the film they've got like these traditional in the game, uh, in the game sorry they've got these sort of traditional uh, martial artists outfits they kind of look like Ryan and Ken uh, one of them's blue one of them's red and, and Scott Wolf goes oh do we have to wear these all the time now like saying and the other one's like I think it looks awesome yeah because you're in the blue or something like that mm-hmm. Um, Please for boys. Um, but after the, <laughs> after the defeat, Rob Patrick, they're in a car at the end. Um, that Boa Bobo, who you, I think Ross, you said that he went full retard in that film. <laughs> no, I didn't. How dare <laughs> you? I would never use it. on PC term. He's like this big, massive guy, um, and then they they put him in uh, in this machine or something and turn him into this like gives him the strength of ten men. I, and he's like proper. It's, it just looks ridiculous. He I'll looks like he's got testicles him. around his head. Ah, like, it's just awful. For no reason. Um, <laughs> he's got the balls of ten. The ten balls <laughs> over his body. He's like Robert Patrick's mate, but then he, he's, hat. He, he's looking in the mirror and he's going, oh, I look so ugly. Oh, he's getting all angry, a bit like fucking Frankenstein. Um, so he turns Frankenstein's against... Frankenstein's monster. Yes, thank you. Mm, well done. <laughs> he turns I'm against Robert that Patrick. Bag. And he, he ends up... Um, at the very end of the film, there's that sort of moment that you see in loads of 80s cartoons where uh, there's two of them, uh, either Billy or Jimmy, not Scott Wolf, mm. and Alyssa Milano in the back of the car. And he says, Oh, at least we're, I'm glad we've got some time to spend alone or something. Because he's thinking that Scott Wolf's driving the car. And then Scott Wolf pops up behind him and goes, Hey guys, what's going on? And they're both like, Wait, if you're there, who's driving? And then it's fucking full retard Boa Bobo was driving but he'd, the car. But he'd asked earlier that he wanted to drive, and I said, yeah. Mm. I think the only thing about that that I can make any sense was I think they thought Billy or Jimmy, because we don't know who who's who, yeah. was inside him, controlling him. Oh, right, but it okay. made no sense, that whole thing. But then he, it, it, they all scream, they all go, ah! And um, uh, it starts playing... They try to make it as 90s as possible, this film, like... So that I'm surprised that the rights to get that song. Weird. That song's playing the drive off across this bridge and um, and the two henchmen, the one with the suitcase on his head, mm-hmm. and the other guy are standing there with these card bits, bits of card, and one of them says, uh, Will hench for food. Funny and one says, Thugs seek ruthless boss. Imagine that as an end to a film. And then the... the start having an argument about whose fault it was that they got fired and lost the whole thing. Yeah, and clearly one guy's voice is, like, being... Uh, overdubbed. Yeah, himself. like, mm-hmm. I don't think he could... Because he didn't speak much in the film, and I wonder if he couldn't speak English or what. I, I just know. didn't want to pay him. I probably have. Was the car I called... just do the voice. Was the car called the Dragon Wagon? Is that what they called it? Later on when they had the two ambulances, yeah. <laughs> the Dragon Wagon. So well, that yeah. sounds absolutely shit, um, and I don't think I'm ever going to watch that. I just went. I don't <laughs> think I need to, though. <laughs> well, we watched it so that other people don't have to. Uh, like the Brooker thing. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Edward Peanut Science? Again. It was like what Graham Linehan said about Charlie Brooker. Ah, right. He watches this shit so we don't have to. Bless him. <laughs> Can I just say right now, just for a quick shout out that I wanted to know, um, everyone should watch Black Mirror. Yeah, I'm going to. 
the new series? Have you watched any of them? I, I've, I'm not enjoying them, to be honest. Really? No. Nah. Have you watched them in I've, order? I've watched them in order, and I don't think the new ones are a patch on the old ones. They're not as... They're probably not as dark, but I still think they work really I think, well. I think the ideas are good, but I, I don't think the delivery's very good at all. I thought that about the last two. I haven't seen them all yet. Last one I watched was... Oh, the, the worst one was the one where the... I try not to spoil it because Aye, Tom wants to watch them. them. Aye. So right. maybe we're going to have a discussion about that off mic. That would be great. Right. But there's a it's quite... called San Junipero. Yeah. There's the a... episode's called San Junipero or something like I that. I thought the first 20 minutes of that was a bit excruciating, but it made sense in the whole, like... I made sense of it. I just thought it was wank. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to read a review. I'm like... forward to that one. <laughs> I thought the what? Have you ever seen a film called Mr. Nobody? No. Have you seen <laughs> no, no, no. It's Jared Leto, and it's like set in the future, and mm. it's it wasn't the same, but it had a, it it reminded us of it for some reason, and that was highly recommended. It was, mm. and it was utter shit. <laughs> but I'll like, be, I'll not be checking that out. Talk about Black Mirror. Um, I'm. I'm not really into them, the new ones. Mm-hmm. The last one I watched, though, was was a bit better than the previous ones. It was the one with the, um, what was it called? Well, it was the one after that total shit one. It was um, the Army. See, I thought the Army one and the other one after that, the budget let them down slightly. My favourite one was that one. I'm trying to, like, Aye. skate around the Please thing. Please do. Maybe we'll just talk about some because it's probably not enjoyable to listen. There's a, there's a wedding one, isn't there, where they're going to a wedding? You can see that. That's, the that's first not going to spoil anything. I, I like that. You like that one? Yeah, I I I can see it. Like we have very similar taste and stuff, right? Yeah. And I can see what you don't like about them, but I I did really really enjoy them. I didn't think it was total shit that one, but for friendship, all that. What I'm trying to say. Was, <laughs> I just think compared to the previous Black Mirrors, it was the one is dark. I'll give you I'll give you that like and the things you're saying about it I thought I could level out later ones but the early ones I thought they were really immersive like I found them like really really immersive I think they they really kind of grab a hold of you and the the new series it didn't have much impact on us I I really really enjoyed it I thought it was one of the the best TV I've seen Mm -hmm. like in in a while, actually. Like, but then, the last two I was disappointed by. Anyway, I there's a there's I'm not giving away stuff. There's a bit of like technology and gaming in a lot of the episodes mm-hmm. and like bands of that sort of thing. Should check them out and give them. You know, I've heard Bill Burr on his podcast. He's been bigging bigging them up and stuff. So, so. like them, I. Cool. Um, just a couple more things I want to say about Double Dragon before we move on. Really? Yeah, just a couple more things. Um, one of the quotes is... Still ne- on it. I've okay. never seen a postman move that fast. <laughs> that's one of the things I, I said that about that. Offensive. The postman uh, I f- I, they were hard. They, they do a hard come rain, fucking come job. Shine, come shine, come snow. Especially this time of year, the poor guys. There was that scene in the, the ventilation shaft with the fishing hook. Oh, that's worth re-watching. And oh, yeah. the, uh, there was a Double Dragon arcade machine Easter egg as well. Oh, aye. It was the only... They ended up smashing it, actually. They were having a fight, and it was there in the background, and they ended up smashing it. 
So there was loads of arcade cabinets and they just sort of spray painted over them so you couldn't see what they were and that was the only one, the Double Dragon one that you could tell what it was. What I thought of like yeah, Robert Patrick bastards. must have some sort of thing about that because in Terminator 2 when he's looking for um, John Connor he, he's playing on Missile Command or something. He's playing he? Missile oh, Command, yeah. <clears throat> so, Double Dragon, no. Just no. Just to sum it up. No. Really quickly, no. Christian, you haven't seen it? No. He said no. No. Haven't seen it, never going to see it. Right, same from me. I have seen it, unfortunately, never see it again. It's your gift. Yeah. Actually, thanks, thanks I'll tell gift. you what, I'll tell you what, anybody apart from Matt Nylor, right, which, mm. by the way, he said he was going to, he was thinking about friend requesting us on PlayStation. Please do, right? He's got no friends. I've got no friends. <laughs> that is true. All of my friends have Xbox ones. At least that's what I say. Um, but never mind. Anyway, if someone new writes in or goes on Twitter or anything, right, uh-huh. saying that they've listened to the podcast, we'll send them that, that DVD. Okay. I get free stamps. It's the gift <laughs> that you keep on giving. That's yeah. it. Until someone just keeps it. It's like <laughs> ring, isn't it? Yeah. There's a curse on me right now and want to give it away. So the curse... <laughs> The Chris cursed Martin. ring again, uh, yeah, is it? cursed ring. We went to the Wyland Brewery Game and Grill, didn't we? Yes. We when did. was that? It was October. It was a while ago, wasn't it? I believe so. Um, we'll not say, we'll not dwell too much on it. Um, it was in the Wyland Brewery. Yeah. We paid ticket. How much was it? 13 quid or something? Aye. 13 quid ticket to get in. Uh, you could enter a tournament if you wanted to. Yeah. Street Fighter tournament and something else. When we were actually in there, there was a Mortal Kombat tournament. There Aye. was a Rocket League one, I think, and there was. Called, that was it, Call of Duty uh, tournament as well. Mm-hmm. So you went in, you had access to all of these games, you could play any of the arcade games you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You didn't get any free drinks, you didn't no. get any free food. And the drinks in that bar are very expensive. Astronomical. Mm. Uh, the food was either a hot dog or a, a sandwich. I don't even know what it was, pulled pork, Chinese pulled pork or something Your like that. Your wife. She did, I, Kelly had that. I had the hot dog. Yeah. It was like four quid each. And it was the hot dog was like tiny, mm. so I was pretty disappointed by the food. I think the people who actually put the game, the thing on, mm-hmm. what's it called? iPlay, is it or something? Uh, they are called. I tweeted them quite a few times. Um, it's something like iPlay, yeah. I think they they one of the lads who was changing one of the consoles out said that he was disappointed. He said that they didn't think the room would be that small. It's tiny. Yeah. So the room the, legislatively was, was there was a problem like getting in and out of the room because yeah. the arcades mm-hmm. were like near it and stuff. But um, they had like a big screen on and stuff, mm-hmm. and they were playing that. And around they had old consoles, so they had quite a lot of like Nintendo old ones and a few arcades. 
my plus and minuses of it is what Tom's saying. It, it was too expensive, really, to get to pay to get in. I can see why you have to pay to yeah. get in mm-hmm. for the. But the drinks were so expensive in that place, and it's like out of the way yeah. as well. Uh, like it was pitch so, black getting there as well, wasn't it? It was like walking uh, through the park. I think if you'd got the ticket and you'd got like something to eat, because mm-hmm. I thought gaming grill was oh there'll be loads of stuff on, mm-hmm. be, and there was just like literally a hot dog or that sandwich. I've got um, to say the people who run run that event uh-huh. were full of enthusiasm and very nice people. Like yeah, is that the sort of thing you get on a grill, a hot dog or a pulled pork sandwich? No. Doesn't sound like game and grill, does it? No, it wasn't at all. I was um, need burgers or steak. Exactly, that's what I thought. I thought it would be a massive range. That I literally didn't eat because I was like, oh well, I'll have, obviously I'm going there, I'll have me tea mm. there, sort of thing. And no, I was disappointed. It's a shame. But um, there was some really good games. Yeah. Uh, me and Ross had a good go on um, Lethal Enforcer. Yeah, it's like a um, light gun game, and it, oh. I think it uses real like um, motion capture sort of thing. It's of its time. Yeah, it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that. Got a bit of RSI having to m- put the the gun away from the screen just to reload because you only had six bullets in every. Oh. Uh, uh, and they were taking on a fucking helicopter with, and, uh, with this like pea, six shooter, fucking pea shooter. <laughs> Um, and then there was this just dance tournament as well on stage, and this mm-hmm. lass came on and she started like slut dropping and stuff, and like proper ruined the the mood of it all because everyone was like dancing, having fun, and then she came on like proper like being dirty. Something else being that was quite funny. Dirty girl. <laughs> Something else that was quite funny was uh, the Dunham Mortal Kombat. Um, it was like a, a tournament that they just put on that like. So there was other tournaments where there were like the card one, for instance, they were all hooked up and there were like proper point systems and stuff. But with the Mortal Kombat, it was Winner Stays On on the big screen. And this lad had brought his own controller. And when he went there, he picked Luke One of Kang. them. Yeah, one of them. No, it was no, Kung, Kung Lao. Kung Lao, right? Who's the guy with this hat? Is that the one? Yeah. And he was just picking him every time. And I think, personally, from playing Mortal Kombat, the newer ones online, it's a broken fighting game. It, it seems very cheap where you can just use the same moves over and over and over again. And this kid was doing that. So what was quite happening was there was quite a lot of sentiment and booing yeah. to this guy because he was like just he was lacing everyone he who was, was fighting. So what happened was they said, Okay, he's won like ten in a row or something. Yeah. We'll get you sit back, right, and we'll we'll try and get someone to fight you. So we'll so they got other people fighting each other uh-huh. to a point and the winner was gonna fight this lad. And the guy, the MC was like saying, So you can get braid off this kid, right? Yeah. And he beat him. The, the other Did he? Yeah, and get in. Honestly, honestly, I was fucking class. Get in. Because the guy said, you've turned into a panto vil- villain now. Because <laughs> everyone was booing him. But, like, it was nice to see the lad, like, that was brilliant. beat him. Like, I mean, and to be fair to him, he wasn't huffy or anything. He took no. out the chinny. Because there was a few people in the... I mean, Tom, you had a few bad experience with people. I was playing Rocket League and this kid sitting next to us... Uh, like I, I was on the PlayStation, uh, so I never played on the PlayStation, but I've played Rocket League a lot on the Xbox, and I'm like reasonably good at it. Mm. Um, but there was this these two people on. One of the kids was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I've got over three hundred hours uh, logged on Rocket League already, you know." So. Uh, oh yeah, I've got over three hundred hours. Like, that, that, the guy said, "You see me input like. lag and stuff," and I was like, "Oh for fuck's sake!" But then the guy that was on my team, I was trying to play, and uh, he was pretty shit. Mm-hmm. But he was like, mate, I was class. And then I finally, I, I, well, finally, I touched the ball. And he went, oh, finally, he's done something. Like, to me. And I was like, 
You know, just trying to knock him out. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck off, you!" There, there, there was quite a few socially awkward people yeah, there, wasn't exactly, there? Exactly. Yeah, like, you'd had trouble because Kelly, his wife, she was like fucking amazing with Zangi. <laughs> Any version, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's and she fought this lad. I mean, he just seemed a bit shy, like yeah. oh, a girl sort of thing. And when he was, <laughs> never seen one yeah, before, like. he she fucking decimated him yeah. the first round. Then the second round, he came back a bit. Uh-huh. It was quite an interesting fight, really. But then the third round, she she just, just can pull out these fucking you know the um, spinning power driver, the spinning lariats. Oh, yeah. She can do them like like that. It's really frustrating. Skills. Now, I put the. She's a button basher oh. on one sense. So you could, if you saw a video of like what she's doing on the controller, you'd be like, that doesn't look like she's going to be any good. But then on screen, it's fucking, like, I wouldn't like a fighter. Did you notice that the, when we were playing Street Fighter 4, the joysticks that we were using were actually Tekken 5 joysticks? Did you uh, uh, I wasn't very good with them. Yeah. That was the first, because I, I played an old version of uh, Pro Evolution Soccer. I was going to get it. Uh, I was Wales and Tom was um, Scotland. Mm-hmm. And I beat Tom uh, 3 0. Mm-hmm. And near the end, he got up and <laughs> left. I rage quit. There was about four lads watching me, <laughs> and I just got up and I just walked away. Um, but then I kicked his ass at every other game. So, especially Mario 64. Sangeef, by the way, I don't know if anyone else used to do this, but when, when we're little, we used to call Sangeef. Sangeef, rip a nipple off. Right. Oh, because one of his one of his moves is like, I he kind of rips like your nipple. nipple Have you seen that move? It's really <laughs> weird. Right. The, the sprite, like, kind of like, is it a weird level? Yeah, and it's using like a punch animation, so it's like it looks. So it's really stupid, weird, doesn't right. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've forgotten you had that grab. It's like he goes, hur, 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 <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he's like basically twisting the nipple. Uh, so like, Get off! Rip a nipple off. <laughs> I think that might be That's the title. Him. Um, the Terminator 2 game yeah that looked that, like a Virtua Boy game it was horrendous that was a shame because it was a broken uh, I think what would happen is somebody got to a boss on the game and you know how everyone goes on the Terminator 2 game well, was that, it the light gun game yeah. where you, you like shoot them and their face explodes with big bullet holes and right I can't remember that <laughs> uh, I, you know previously to playing the game you if you had said that I would have went yeah that happens in the game but then after playing it, it's one of those games where like I had such fond memories of it. Then playing it just recently, it's cack, isn't it? <laughs> it's isn't cack. it really bad? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. It be it's just one of those where at the time it was like fucking amazing. Yeah. But looking back on it now, you're like, it's oh, unplayable. Is that what it looks like? It, it, is, that, it, is that what it plays like? Yeah. It's it's a coin guzzler. It, it it's just Aye. designed for like eating your money. But my favorite game, I've got to say, it was a. Uh, I had a, a version of Paperboy with the uh, handlebars. Right. And uh, I'm still, uh, once I got the hang of it, I, I'm pretty good at that game. You love Paperboy? Yeah. The arcade version's fucking amazing. I just didn't have the money to play the drinking game there. Mm. That me and Terry used to do. It's a shame. It's a shame. So, all in all, it was a good night because of. I would say it was the company that was the best Aww. part. Yeah. Isn't that uh, lovely? Well, Kelly, I'm talking about. Um, and these two <laughs> hangers on. But the... Real by that? The night, the night was good. But yeah, the, the actual event. I think you could... Yeah, I feel like I should have got more for my money. Really. I agree. I did enjoy it though. Mm. I would recommend if there's a one in your area. Yeah, check it, check it out. But just have some deep before you go. Uh, I'll take mm. some, take a bag of crisps for you. I'll take a head flask. 
So I want to talk very briefly, very briefly about Battlefield 1. Yeah. We talked about it the other night. Mm-hmm. It's came out since the last podcast we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, very briefly. I could talk about it for hours, but I'm not Yeah, it, it would it's, bore Christian anyway. Aye. Um, <laughs> I was quite surprised when you told us you'd got it, Ross. Aye. To be honest, I was surprised. But um, He's a dark horse. Yes, yeah. Mm. The motherfucker's on my god. But I, I love it. I absolutely love it. The single player... The campaign is just what you'd expect. There was some quite striking and brutal moments in it. The music, I find the music to be quite emotive. But it's just typical super soldiers, really. Even even set yeah. back then, like doing things you just think, how oh, yeah, am I, man? Crashing planes and surviving. And I've only played a tiny bit of the single player. In the first like bit, is uh-huh. you're in a tank. It's a British tank, like. Each bit of the single player, I'm guessing, can Tom can educate me on this, is you play different parts of the the First World War. You do different characters and stuff. Right. So the first one is you're this, this newbie like driver and you get put in a tank and it's Robert Carlyle's the sergeant. It's not, no, it looks it's like not. him, but it's not. It sounds like him. Yeah, it does, it does, but it's not. It's some other guy. The cutscenes and the graphics on that game are, are, play, are one of the best like looking games I've seen on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um... So on that bit, you you learn to drive the tank and blah blah blah, and you get into a bit of trouble, right? And they go on about this. There's a pigeon in the in the um, tank, right? It's it's a pigeon for like sending off distress sort of thing, and they get stuck because it has the classic at the start. It goes, the British tanks were very powerful but were prone to breaking down, and you're like, okay, I know it's gonna break down, <laughs> yeah. and it did, right? Both three times. <laughs> so it breaks down, and there's there's Germans all over you. And they're like, let the pigeon out. Let the pigeon out. So you, you let the pigeon fly out, right? And you then control the pigeon. And that was a bit where I was like, this <laughs> is absolutely stupid. Was Who the fuck thought that's a good idea? No, it was strange, like, really strange. <laughs> but now uh, you, you have to fly back to headquarters. You don't have to do anything other than just steer it left and right. That's it. And you get back to headquarters. So that was a weird bit. It was. I, I was like, what the fuck? But then it's straight back in the... Because the thing is that the pigeons were really important. Um, there was one called Shiami, I believe, who ended up rescuing a lost battalion of American soldiers because it, it flew all the way back. It, it was, it'd been shot, mm-hmm. lost an eye or something, and lost a foot or something, but it still managed to get back and save this battalion. So I think they were trying to just represent them in some way. There's that war pigeon Rebel mode flow. as well. <laughs> the war pigeon mode's pretty cool. That's their version of Capture the Flag. I've not played that yet, actually. Uh, it works worried. worried. The first war story, the Harlem Hellfighters, I felt it was a little bit disrespectful because it was just they were just getting mowed down, yeah. and you kept, yeah, basically you you couldn't survive. You you had to die to progress through the level. I that, when um, you first put weird. the game in, it doesn't even give you any options because yeah. I bought it back to play the multiplayer. And when you put it in, it makes you play that campaign, right? <laughs> and as Tom says, you just stand there, and then you die. It's trying to teach you. The single player and that bit especially is just trying to teach you the the logistics of the game. So if it's trying to do that, right, why not just make a big long tutorial bit? Or Mm. like you play it and you you can get medals, like Mm -hmm. trying to like get headshots. Because another problem with it is on Battlefield 4, Tom said there was a firing range for the multiplayer where you test out weapons. They ain't that on Battlefield 1, which is a stupid idea because... The weapons all feel and handle very differently. Mm. So once you start tinkering with them, you feel like 
Like, I don't experiment because once I get one that I like, the medic class, for instance, I love his weapon. I don't change it because I'm scared to. Oh. Because I'll forget the name of the rifle or something. The single player is fantastic anyway. That, uh, the, the multiplayer is fantastic. Multiplayer is fun. Yeah, great. One thing about the single player is I hate collectible items. Yeah, Fucking hate especially them. in something like that. The codex ones are good because it's a challenge. So uh-huh. you've got to complete the particular challenge on the level. But the hidden items, I fucking hate it. So I just I just went online and just looked at where the hidden items were for the campaign and just found them like that because I'm not going to waste time. Don't try to force me to replay your, your single-player campaign. Well, I'm not even playing on hard. I'm playing on medium because I knew it would be one of those games where, like, all right, there's a guy up there shooting at us. I've died because yeah. it's probably single shot and hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, you can take a few shots. Which is ridiculous. And your health comes back. How, how's that, like? Oh, I know, mate. It's like uh, I know. when we're retreading. Really I know, mate. It's shit. But... Um, the I did enjoy the I do enjoy the information on the codex things that you collect. It's like an encyclopedia about the world of World War One. Mm-hmm. It's really educational, actually. It I've is. Read them all. Uh, it's incredible. It's opening my preconceptions of the First World War. I yeah. just think they were stuck in trenches. I love yeah. Blackadder. It changed. But now I, I think it's one of the things said between nineteen fourteen and nineteen eighteen. Uh, they advanced about forty years worth of technology in four years because mm-hmm. they had to, which made me think about how sort of unfortunate war is but how integral and important it is sometimes yeah, so if that war hadn't happened there was like suffrage and stuff like that that happened because of it the end of empires and things like that it just changed the world it shakes up the world so especially much. but you're never going to I truly believe you'll never see a war on that scale nah, again like no the second world war as well like it did make us think as well imagine Battlefield whatever the next one's going to be Battlefield 2 or whatever mm. it's going to be called I think it's going to be a World War 2 shooter well I often bring up my dad in this podcast and like he's he has like he comes up with stuff that when you find out it's all a load of nonsense <laughs> and he reckons my the, I've got pictures of my granddad right he, he was a bare knuckle boxer on me granddad that's really? fact right that's one of the things he used to do right and uh, he was in the first world war and my dad says that he was actually given it was a it was a new weapon it was a tank that had a flamethrower in it alright but he says that nah nah this is starting to sound like one of my dad's stories sounds pretty genius he, he reckons they didn't use it because they thought it was barbaric right now this goes back to something in the game as opposed to shooting someone's head off well setting someone <laughs> on fire is probably worse than get if you said to me how would you like to die would you like to get shot in the head or set on fire I'd rather say the head please aye I'd rather have head <laughs> Wow. The game, anyway, is, is <laughs> very there. brutal. There's a, there's one thing in the game where you can run and every weapon's got a bayonet on unless you change it. And when you run, you can bayonet charge. That, the first time you see that... It's intense. Huh? It's fucking quite... When you're going at the side. Yeah, it's barbaric. Like, yeah. well, it feels like that about the game, though. It feels like... Gruesome. Yeah, it's a very... Um, and then sometimes you think, should I really be enjoying playing this? Uh, exactly the same thing, yeah. I feel bad playing it, but then why you watch movies about World War One? what's the difference, really? It's it's just a different type of entertainment, a different way of telling the story. Mm-hmm. doesn't pull any punches. I think the online, the multiplayer, though, is really, really fucking good. And yeah. I haven't enjoyed something, so we were talking when we met up. Uh-huh. I get, like, a hankering for it. Yeah. I get frustrated, like... I get, I'm like a drug addict. If I can't get like me fix in a week, I do get bad tempered. Yeah. And it's like, 
Louise, you said you were going to be out tonight. And it's like, <laughs> I have to sit there and like... <laughs> I think the... Um, one more thing I want to say. I'm going to make a prediction about COD, Call of Duty. Right, gotta, yeah. get gotta get COD. Gotta get FIFA. Gotta get FIFA. It seems obvious to me that EA Sea Battlefield is out on its own now. It's not. It hasn't got any real competitors. Right. And they're using Titanfall mm-hmm. to compete against Call of Duty. I agree. Yeah. Because Titanfall Two and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, like they could, they could really be so. part of the same game. Really, um, the way that they look and the way that they're playing stuff. Titanfall Two has been getting slated because it feels like all the fans are saying it's been dumbed down. Michael kicked off big time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael. Michael, yeah, he's a very relaxed guy as well. I was, <laughs> I was quite shocked. Hello, Michael. Hi, hi, Michael. Do I a guess again yeah. in the future at some point next Halloween? Yeah, he was kicking off big time, and he, he actually returned the game. He said ah, this is bullshit. I'm returning it because it, it's, it was just they ruined it compared to the first one, and he was a he loved the first one. Mm-hmm. He said it, it actually ended his love affair with PvP shooters. He just doesn't. Want to play them anymore? Oh. So trying to convince him to get Battlefield One, but he's just not interested. I actually think Battlefield One is a tough learning curve. Oh, like, yeah. um, Massively. When you sit there, you could have a day, and we know the 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 way it doesn't do a good job of teaching you stuff. I don't think. No. So I think you'd get a hiding for quite a long time, mm. and you'd be frustrated by it. I did. It, like in the beta and in when I got it again, I was just getting destroyed. Mm. But my prediction is the Call of Duty will still try to chase Battlefield and will bring out the next time they bring out a game it'll be a World War 1 or 2 shooter do you reckon? I think so but I think the way they'll do it is they'll come up with some stupid time machine or <laughs> some sort of um, hologram thing like like you know Assassin's Creed that's what I was thinking or um, what was my other idea or just like a time, an actual time travel machine time travel device that sends them back and I think that's how they'll do it so it'll not be that they actually have gone all the way back and set it in World War One. it'll just be they don't be, want to put the eggs in the basket uh, the one exactly. to have that sort of like science fiction fluff uh, to it sort of thing Maybe so I think that's what they'll do and it'll be there's only one way however they do it it's going to be embarrassing I think because it's going to be embarrassing like, because they're just they're just following trying to chase the money and see how successful Battlefield is but having said that Call of Duty still I think it might have outsold it maybe I don't know but you got to get Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You've got to. Got to, got to get Call of Duty. Nah, I'll buy you Call of Duty, even though it's an 18. Got yeah, right. Charlie, who's only 12, and this hypothetical <laughs> bullshit <laughs> story that I've just made up. Super sub. <laughs> Super sub. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll not sign okay. myself to that. Moving on. <laughs> so Red Dead Redemption 2's coming out. The trailer's come out. Looks yeah, amazing. Looks very special. Not till next year, though. Not till next fall. Inspector Fox said he was a big fan of. Um... Oh yeah, did he? Mm-hmm. When he gets when he comes on, do you want to ask him if he wants to be a guest there, Christian? When do you want to be a guest? Mm. I wonder if one of his favorite games of all time would be Red Dead. He said he he loved like exploring the. I think it could be, but he does like Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. He, he likes Skyrim as well, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it looks the trailer looks amazing. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. Uh, that smoke coming out of the train. Oh, mm-hmm. it looks so good in the night sky. Top the campfire at the bottom. Three ten to Yuma. There's one. Yeah, there's one shot of the. You can see like the Milky Way in the sky, sort of thing. And there's the campfire beneath some trees. Mm-hmm. 
looks amazing. I thought it looked very art house. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Well, I wish that we've discussed this before. I wish they'd go the whole hog and not have that stupid bullet time of like special uh, ability. Yeah. I wish it was more gritty uh, and all the weapons broke down and stuff. But that have been whom who's gonna want to play that apart yeah. from me? Me? You won. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so I was that So they've got two guaranteed sales, surely that's enough for the green and, bastards. And Warren Ellis to do the like, soundtrack and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> Tom it's Hardy can just go... In the, you know, like he's doing in a lot of his films now. In every film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, politics. <laughs> I was born in a shark. Yeah, so I'm very excited for that game. We'll wait and see how it develops over the next year. Tom, do not read a lot about that game. Okay, right, okay. Restrain yourself. You're going to buy it, so Uh you know it's going to be good. Don't. That's my... No, no, you're right. Because I've I've tried to stop watching uh, trailers for films that I want to see, and it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference when you don't know what to expect. So, yeah, I'll try and do the same thing. Because, like you say, I'm definitely going to get it. Well, I wish I had watched the trailer to Noah... Because I recently mm. bought that film. Would you have watched it if you'd seen the trailer? I love that director. What's so mental about it? Because you seem like you're really sort of there's rock monsters. By it. There's rock monsters in Nord, isn't there? I think so. I've these seen it, but I can't remember. These fallen angels, right? They get wrapped up in rock, right. and there's a scene where they're protecting the ark, right? Uh-huh. And they're like they're using kind of like um, like a kind of metal like a barrier to stop all the people who are trying to get into the ark uh-huh. I said to my girlfriend who was watching it with us I was like if I showed you this scene right now where all these rock monsters are just like decimating all these guys mm-hmm. and yeah there's an ark but it doesn't really look like an ark in the background if I showed you this scene right now and I says guess what film this is or guess what story you would never see it it's Noah's Ark mm-hmm. now I'm totally like non-Christian I'd like Oh, he's Christian. Ah, uh, Christian. Hello. I, I usually <laughs> like to kill Christians, but not, not this Kill time. a Christian. With a lion. You know, it's a bullshit story anyway, right? But some of the things he added to it, like right at the end, right? And I'm sorry if this spoils it for anyone, right? But he survives. Noah survives, right? Yeah. And he hits land. He's a bit pissed off about something that's happened, which I won't spoil. And when they hit land, he, he finds grapes. Do you remember this bit? Find, I don't remember a lot about it. Well, it's, it's Russell Crowe, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Russell yeah. Crowe finds... Fighting around the world, isn't he? <laughs> finds some grapes lying there. And then, like, a blink later, you see him lying, pissed. Like, he's found grapes, and he's just crushed them in his hands, and drank them, and now he's pissed. That's not how oh. it works. No, <laughs> I wish it was how it works. How long did he hold the... them in his hands? For like months. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Mitch Hedberg joke, isn't it? Is it? He's, I seen this wino eating grapes and I said, dude, you have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like the scene that more. Hmm. But then again, his dad is a Sir Anthony Hopkins, who has magical powers in the film. That's all he does these days. He just plays he plays Zeus as well in uh in uh Thor. Oh, does he? Uh, well he plays sh- Noah's dad. And he does have mag- magical powers. He, he, there's a plot w- with Emma Tom, Emma Watson, where he like he does something with her. Like, All right. Yeah. 
Well, right, I'll tell you this bit then. If you're not, I'm sorry, right? But she's not part of the Noah clan, right? And they find her and she's like really battered and hurt. Oh, yes, I remember that. Fast forward a couple of years later, one of the sons is like hanging around with her. He loves her, right? Aye. But she had been stabbed in the, the gut or something and she can't have children, That's right? It. So the mother of Noah is like, I'm scared that my children aren't going to have any any way of, like, you know, getting it on. <laughs> because other? Noah went to, like, this area to try and find some chicks for them. And then he, he had this horrible premonition and decided not to get any for them and came back. And the lad who has, he's got nothing, he's getting nothing, this kid. At least the other son's getting Emma Watson. Emma Thompson. Damaged goods. Yeah, but she, she can't have kids because of that, right? Uh-huh. But you're still getting these, you know. Just desserts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sweet this other tr- poor kid, trifle. he's getting fuck all, right? Because uh-huh. Noah's decided, oh, I've decided you're not going to get any of it, uh-huh. right? The wife goes and sees Sir Ham- Anthony Hopkins and tells her... <laughs> I like the way you say that. Yeah. She, he goes... Oh, I'm scared that they're not going to be able to, like, find love or whatever. So then he starts wandering around. He meets her and he touches her belly. And now she can have, like, she's like, oh, I feel something now. Instantly, instantly, you meet the meetup and bang. Really? Comes, you don't see it, though. Oh, it sure. Comes back, right, to the ark. Their job was to find the other son who went out looking for tail, right? Some women, right? Tail. <laughs> now... They come back to the ark and Russell Crowe's like, wait, like they're like, oh, hi, yeah. Well, like, because <laughs> they've just had a shag, they're like, oh, everything's awesome. And he's like, where's your, where's your brother? And they're like, oh, hi, we knew there was something. It's fucking shit, that film. <laughs> so it's stupid. all over the place. You lost it? me at Rock Monsters. <laughs> rock Monsters, though, yeah. I do like his films, but that one was unmemorable, shall I say, because I don't remember a lot of it. There was w- there's one scene that's beautiful, and it's probably on YouTube, where he uses the Clint Mansell soundtrack, and it's telling the story of creation, which right. is all a lot of bullshit anyway, you know, like, but it's using, like, kind of, like, time-lapse photography, and his soundtrack over the top, it's fucking class. That, the so, music, yeah, his, his music, we went... We went to see him, right, the and it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it was. the music's always really good. Spot on. Oh well, that's one. Doesn't make miss. a good film though, does it? No, that's it. Let's finish on Nintendo right. Switch. What a weird trailer that was. Have you seen it, Christian? No. What it's is funny. it? It's the new Nintendo console that they've announced. It's like comes in about 15 different parts you've got like this controller that can break down into about another 15 different parts it's like they've basically created something it's, it's like they're kind of going let's see how many different things we can make break let's see how, how difficult we can make it for someone to return this to a shop when one of the, one of the elements breaks I heard the battery life and it's terrible as well. uh, it's like a screen that kind of goes into this holder uh, which plugs into your TV, so you can play it on your TV. Then you take the screen out if you want to play on the go. Mm-hmm. The two bits on the side of the screen come off, so you mm-hmm. can use them as controllers, and your mates can play on each of the controllers. Like a Game Gear? Kind of a Game Gear, like that just comes apart into loads of bits. It's um, weird. What were you saying? You said something about Skyrim? Because in the trailer it shows uh, Skyrim being played on it, the Bethesda game. Yeah. 
I'd heard, and this is of a different podcast, so if it's wrong, uh-huh. I apologise. But they were saying that uh, Bethesda have come out and said that Skyrim isn't isn't coming on it. Which like. it goes back to quite a lot of things. If you're gonna buy a Nintendo console, you're not gonna get like some of these cross platform games. Uh-huh. It's just you buy Nintendo for Mario and the Zelda that should have come out on the Wii U is coming out on this thing. Eventually, Jesus. Eventually, it's an old world thing, and you know, it looks good, but. Simon tweeted with actually about because I, I I think I retweeted the um, mm-hmm. the trailer, yeah. and Simon, uh, who's actually going to be a guest on my next episode, yeah. which will be the Christmas one, he said, "Good to see they've resorted to actual magic rather than a games console. I'd love something like this for Steam." So yeah, he thinks they've used actual magic <laughs> to make this games console, which is possible, I suppose. I suppose. But yeah, I mean, it looks it's just typical Nintendo, isn't it? It's typical Nintendo style where they've made something that's just looks really, really gimmicky instead of just making a games console that people can play in the house. Well, I go back to it. I'm glad Nintendo exists. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. They create good games, mm-hmm. and I'm just frustrated that it'll be another console that I couldn't justify buying because, I, I, like, well, I couldn't because I've got any friends to play it with. Oh, that's so oh. upsetting. <laughs> But it's, but it's so true. Well, there we go. That's that. That's part one done. Well, well before oh, I really want Christ. to buy a Nintendo Mini or whatever they call it. Oh, what's that? The miniature version of the, the little n- SNES. The NES. NES. It's a little NES. The little SNES would be fucking class. Yeah. But the little NES, I'd still give it a go. Fifty why, quid. Why not just make a little SNES though? Why? Why do a little NES? Testing it, I guess. Test the water. I went to this thing. It it's it. Um, Dipping a toe in. It's this new place that's in Shields, and they said they had a gaming room, right? It's called the Word or something. That's like the that. one, yeah. Right. They had an exhibition with Ridley Scott stuff. It was quite disappointing actually because it's not very big, but the game room just equated to them having two. So Sega a while ago made these little Mega Drives, kind of like what the like the, the, the mini NES thing yeah so the, they've just got two of them on big screens and they had like I think one had Sonic on the other one had Shooter Rage 1 on class already one of the uh, controllers had broken <laughs> and the controllers for them was it the old Mega Drive controllers no what was it like they all like that but they're really really cheap and shit like the, the, the look well one broke straight away do you know what I mean like so, the Mega Drive idea, I wouldn't mind getting one, but the control, like, that's what I like about the Nintendo thing. Mm-hmm. I know everyone's went on about the wires being too short, right? The controllers are the proper controllers. Yeah. If they do a snares one, it'll be fucking class. And how well it's selling, I think they will. So, <laughs> I think I'll purchase that and play a Mario Kart. That'd be pretty cool. Like, is it get the games already installed on it? Yeah. There's 50... I think there's 50 games and it's like... 50? It should just be hundreds, shouldn't it? It should really? be, but it's Nintendo, isn't well, it? Well, I... I know what you mean. I mean, I'm still tempted. I'm toying with the idea of, of actually trying to make a... Um, main. Like a main co- like cabinet. Right. If I have enough room, I'm, I'm tempted to do that. Or get a Raspberry Pi thing and get some... So I can do that sort of thing. Raspberry Pi? Remember Monahelm? Mm-hmm. He was telling me we should get one of them. And I was like, what the fuck is it? 
and he explained it to us and I was still a little like a little bit unaware it's of like it. It's like a really cheap computer um, and you kind of make it do what it, you want. It sounds a bit like this Nintendo thing that yeah. they, but it's like Good it's family, really cheap and it's like yeah you do all sorts with them. I'm sure the it's it's very unique to Britain isn't it? Like oh, the Raspberry Pi. Is it? Oh, really? I, I believe I could be America wrong. America has uh, apple pie mostly. Classic, classic Tom. Uh, I believe that the the put some money into it because the past, you know, the programming legacy of this country was like something to be proud of, mm. and it's kind of like because of the way things have happened and the money involved, it's kind of went away. Yes, I think that was something that they're trying to like. Perfect. Cool. Oh well. Enjoyed that, Christine. You try that first part. Yeah. <laughs> because it's all about you and the second part, boy, boy. Yeah, well, but you better bye get bye. energy. Oh, Christian. I'm not coming back. Okay. Not? Well, I'll be going to kill yourself. Going home now. Bye. Pretend to be so, yeah. in the second part. We'll just have like uh, sound bites from previous episodes. Yes. Just <laughs> and just ask questions. Rob Schneider. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Let's have a break. I'm okay, gonna go in. Anyone else can have a piss? You can have a piss, Christian? Yeah. Definitely going straight for a piss. Shall we all go together? No. Like we used to in school. Grass the streams. Grass the streams. <laughs> uh, so yes, we'll be back soon. Be back be- soon. You're gonna shake my drops off. Mm-hmm. Onto Ross's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Just show you that. Ross, <laughs> Ross will shake your drops off. Yeah. That and means that means I'm doing you. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. You have delicate touch as well. That's what you're renowned for. It does. Is that really what? Imagine that's what you're renowned for. Your delicate touch when you're shaking something. Imagine like, shall I shake that for you, sir? And this is a horrible. You can hardly tell if he's even touching it. It's like a ghost. Imagine, and this is a horrible image. An invisible touch. (laughs) Imagine if you died of something horrible, and like I had to give your eulogy. Is that the the like your funeral? And I was like. The thing about Christian that not many people is aware of is he has a delicate, beautiful touch. Like the tiny... Yeah, shook me shook, drops off. Shook, shook the drops off. Yeah. Can you imagine all your clan, your brothers, just your mom, just like tearful listening to, to that. Yeah. You perished. Bring a tear to their eyes. <laughs> perished in a smelting accident. <laughs> cool. All right then. Nice one. On that rather sour note. He hasn't died. It's uplifting. Still um, here. We'll see. I mean, see if we get through the break. The world's <laughs> longest outro bye. <laughs> see ya. From...
one bit they used a. He just had this kind of squeezy cheese or something just lying in the squeeze car. Squeeze the cheese. Uh, he just he just shoved that in. Oh, it was yeah. like a. Was it breaking the rules? Cons- there was I'll it. Consider it. Probably. I the- <laughs> <laughs> I've just put a coaster on a can. It's funny that when you hang around with someone, you do start getting their mannerisms and stuff, and I, that's what I've got off Tom. He's cleanliness and stuff. Carry on. Thank you. I put this uh, can. Was he whipped? <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> Quite the, quite the opposite. No rocks in that Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am. 